0: Vegas Fever Podcast, Jason and Paula here with you on a Thursday, coming at you the Thursday special edition of our show, talking mostly Golden Knights, uh, just because it's playoffs game three of the first round between Vegas and the Minnesota Wild. Uh, we'll be tonight uh, late here on the East Coast, but the Golden Knights looking to take advantage in the series after a pretty crappy game one and a much better game two. Paula's here. Hi. And feeling a lot better today than a couple days ago. Um, The Golden Knights in front of a, you know, as packed a house as it could be. Didn't do anything for their spectacular goaltender and his performance, Marc-Andre Fleury. I'm gonna get that like tattooed to my ass or something. I I I, I think it's every <laughs> week. It's like the same thing. <laughs> it's 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 crazy how amazing he he has been so far the whole year. But he he makes these saves that like I think like video games right. are only made for right. and. It's just incredible, and the the guys in front of him, maybe they're just so amazed that they couldn't put the puck in the other net. Cam Talbot's been really good, but that's... Yeah,
1: he has. I think Flurry, not that other goaltenders are afraid of the puck, but I think he he's not afraid of it. He will tackle it. He will...
0: Stack pad, poke check. He,
1: his goal is to... Protect the net and that is what he does. Right,
0: I think that's what differ from him and Leonard. Leonard's gotten a little bit better at it, but like he plays going deeper. The box. Well, right. He plays deeper in the net, Leonard does than, like, than Flurry. It's
1: like some of these guys you see are more technical, like this is how I'm supposed to block a puck. Flurry's right. kinda like I'll use my asshole to block a puck if I if need be.
0: Pretty sure he's done that.
1: I mean he flies like like when we were watching the game last night, the announcer said he looks 26, not 36, and so that's kind of what I've been saying.
0: That's absolutely true.
1: The whole time.
0: That's absolutely true. Um no support for Flurry in game 1. No. Uh they came back in game 2. They actually did not score for a period and a half. Yep. So so they went 93 I minutes of the first round. I thought it was going to no be
1: like this game 1.
0: Yeah. And so they go 93 minutes of total playoff game time without a goal. And 18 seconds after Minnesota mm-hmm. takes a lead, Jonathan Marchessault comes back and probably scores the goal that at this point has saved the series for the moment for the Knights.
1: Because it gives them...
0: It gave them moment, that boost.
1: Right, that boost. And then that...
0: Alex Tuck decided he's going to score two goals after that. And that well, was that. That's a good thing. Right a great thing. You
1: really don't like Alex Tuck. I like Alex no, Tuck, but don't. he has
0: missed a lot of opportunities. You he really, has missed Every a...
1: chance you get, you complain about Alex Tuck.
0: We will talk about why I dislike... Okay.
1: Everybody who... I don't
0: dislike Alex Tuck. I get dislike what he didn't do in Game 2 of the 2018 Stanley Cup <laughs> Final. We'll get to that. Because this is Grievance episode. This is the, this is the Grievance episode. Um, whoever actually listens uh, last week, Paula... Told me that I get to air some grievances for the last time mm-hmm, in so my life, um, and there is some, there is some to talk about. So one one is the series, uh, Vegas in Minnesota. Series shifts to Saint Paul, Minnesota for game three and four, which will be tonight and which will also be on Saturday evening. Which is, which is that that's going to be you know, folks. I I I, I recommend highly that. If you're going to do a date night with the best person in the world that you know, get some food to go and put it in front of the TV and turn on some hockey, because hockey and food go together so well. Hockey and beer and, and and other drinks go together so well. So that's going to be our Saturday night. Yep. We're going to watch game four, hopefully with a date Vegas. That's date night. Hopefully with Vegas up two to one, not down two to one. Uh, we know the series will shift back to T-Mobile Arena at some point for Game 5. Uh, that's guaranteed how long the series will go at this point.
1: Yeah, we usually have date night on Saturday nights. And, you know, Jason suggested that we re- we record the game and watch it when we get home, if we went out to dinner or whatnot. But I said, you know, us living on the East Coast, how often do you get to watch a game live? Because, you know, we have to get up at you 5 a.m. for yeah. work and kids. right. So, we're just gonna.
0: Yeah, we don't get to watch games live often. Um, it, it's really t- it's probably the only thing that sucks about living on the East Coast. Uh, it's the only thing that sucks when you're a sports fan of a West Coast team is that, you know, I we remember when the games would start at seven o'clock, 6 yeah, o'clock, right. and we would put the kids to bed and watch the game, and now we do that a day later. <laughs> so that's why An I. Afternoon, I, right? I'm. I mean, I'm not a big. I'm not a big Twitter person on game like oh, from game day. from when the game starts until we watch it the next day just because i'll find out the score and it'll be quite pointless and
1: but anyway we're gonna watch it live saturday we are Woo.
0: and it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic because paula feels that this team is going to win the stanley cup this year We were out of town last weekend. We went to the beach. Um, I gave Paula a beach trip for just me and her. No kids for Mother's Day. So that's what we did this past weekend. And while we were there, we had to make our bracket picks because the first game was starting Saturday night when we were at the beach. So we're sitting by the pool at our hotel, and Paula proceeds to tell me through her bracket picks – that it's going to be a rematch, folks, of the 2018 Stanley Cup final between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Washington Capitals. A rematch, which Vegas will win, according to Paula. Um, Now, she calls me a traitor because I don't see it that way. Now, I don't see it that way because the road to the Stanley Cup for, for Vegas... Before the season starts and during the season, you can kind of see. Now it's different this year because of you know all that COVID crap. You know they they've changed the way that the playoff format is. I can't wait till it goes back to normal, because this was the absolute worst road that Vegas could could have to go down. Minnesota's not fun and Colorado's not fun. And if they get past that, teams like Toronto and and you know and th- Look, they're I mean, not fun.
1: Everything you're saying is facts.
0: Right, but the game's not played there game is played on the ice i understand
1: yeah that that's not where i was going with that but (laughs)
0: it's worth a stab
1: (laughs) everything you're saying is facts but may i remind you our first season when first of all he didn't even think nobody thought they were going to be in the playoffs but i i remember it Like, it was yesterday. We were in our bathroom, and I said, wouldn't it be funny if they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals? And he laughed and told me I'm ridiculous. Was this
0: before the season? Or, Or like, at the beginning. Right. No, it's when when they they were were on that streak. Right, Yeah. yeah,
1: right, right. And then when they entered the playoffs, he turned around and said, if they beat the Kings, which I highly doubt they will... They won't be. Who was it? The Sharks next.
0: Uh, it was, was San Jose they, next. Yes, right. And they swept the Kings, and they beat the Sharks in six. Right. Then they beat Winnipeg.
1: So my point is this: is that yes, everything you're saying is right, and they have odds against them, and I and. But sometimes you just need to have faith.
0: I have faith in 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 our but team. But all
1: you've done is complain.
0: I am also. Um, Taking Realist, Realist Highway. Uh, I made a, I, I took a right off of Faith Boulevard, and I made uh, that turn onto Realist All Avenue. Right, but then, do kay? you
1: even have fun watching the
0: game? Yes, because absolutely. You're... I have fun because we do this show, and I have fun because it's our team. And when they lost game one...
1: You were pissed. What did you say to me? Uh, I don't remember. Next game, they'll get them. It's okay, they'll get them the next game. Yeah. Right. But my point is... is I wasn't pissed. Statistics... I was, like,
0: dejected because... I was dejected because they played so well. Flurry played well. Sorry, excuse me. And the defense played so well. But then they give it up. It's not fair and Alex Petrangelo got criticized cuz he was in a little bit of a of an awkward position. The puck deflected off of him and into the net and that's not his fault because you're trained as a defenseman to get in get in front of the puck. That's you know that's why I mean Alec Martinez is the shot-blocking leader in the league. Why they need to re-sign him exactly is that, and he's just a, a really good player. You get in front of the puck, and Petrangelo went to get in front of the puck, and he ended up deflecting the puck into the net. Fleury didn't see it. It's not... That's not fair. That's how you lose... The, that's really tough. That's really yeah. hard to swallow losing that way, but you know it what? will I happen. You I read
1: that the President's Trophy is a jinx.
0: It can be a jinx, but it's not bad to have...
1: While it is Watch what happens
0: to Colorado this year, this this postseason. It's not a jinx because they're killing St. Louis, and they're they're on a they're on a, they're on a collision course for the winner of this series between Minnesota and Vegas, and it's going to be the road that Vegas has is not easy. Now, to win the it's the hardest this is the hardest trophy to win in sports, and there's a reason for it because who's left standing after all this battling, fighting? I was just reading that John Tavares took a knee to the head and he's out cold. Out cold. They had to get a stretcher. They had to get him off the ice. It was scary. Yeah. That's what it... Stuff like that is what it takes to win the cup. You give everything for that freaking cup. I and that's what it's point gonna take.
1: I that I'm trying to, you know... I'm not a stats person or, pers- you know, anything like that is... Maybe everyone gets a little bit too technical and just have fun watching true, the game and true. be grateful your game, your your team is in the playoffs. And I'm so
0: happy that we're able to watch hockey with, with fans. Right, like you little know, that, stuff like that. Like yeah.
1: your team is in the playoffs. I know that everyone wants the Stanley Cup and nobody sure. wants it more than those players. Right, definitely. But I think people get wrapped up And, well, they should have done this and this and that. You could be frustrated, sure, but I don't know. I just see a lot of you, and I just specifically, not enjoying the playoffs. You are just complaining about what should have did. They should have gotten this. They should have did this. Now they're on this route. Now this is going to happen when you're not really.
0: When the game is on, when we're watching the game, it's different, you know, because I'm into it. And kinda, I'm happy, yeah, yeah. you know, but when we, when we talk about, you know, how we feel about, you know, the team and their mm-hmm. progress and right. what we see, you know, cause that's kind of what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you were the more, um, you know, let's have fun, you know, it's just, you know, a- and it is, and I'm more of, well, how's this going to work? Right. You know, so.
1: Well, I guess it's a good balance but
0: yeah because after they lost game one it, you you said it'll be all right they'll get it next time and that's and that that made it better
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know because that was it's like when you stub your toe you know oh it it, it just didn't feel oh, it yeah. felt wrong you know
1: well it sucks to have your team lose <laughs> of course of course i
0: because i feel that this team is stanley cup worthy I mean, maybe every, look, every team left standing is Stanley Cup worthy, but I feel like this team specifically, this Vegas team this year is Stanley Cup worthy. So.
1: I think Mark Stone was a Stanley Cup so badly.
0: Yeah, I think he does too, but he needs Max Pacioretty back, and that's something good to talk about at this point, because they are. Struggling? Yes. Which Pacioretty is the the sugar to Stone's tea. To, to his coffee. Who they wanted to get he, rid of as well. Max Petretti is the creamer to Mark Stone's coffee. He is. Because when they're together, they're really unstoppable on either first or second line, wherever Peter Bohr decides to put them. And now without him, now you're putting...
1: If he's he still day-to-day?
0: So that's another thing that I want to talk about um, in just a second. Okay. They had Stone on a line... Peter was mixing everything up. You know, he had Stevenson in there. Um, he was moving his lines around. Look, the marsh So Carlson Smith lines stayed together, but everybody else was shuffled around. Tomas Nosek again got hurt. I mean, I'm not really going to be surprised to see. Ow. Sorry. I'm not really going to be surprised to see. <laughs> We're in close quarters here, so we knock each other. I am not. I wouldn't be surprised to see Nosek leave because he's always freaking hurt. He's only on a one-year... You know when you got to sign other guys. Yeah,
1: I mean it seems you know turn around he's hurt. So. Right. Which sucks so for him, I'm sure that's you know.
0: You know they've recalled Cody Glass, and Dylan Secura. So I don't know if you're going to see Cody Glass. Uh, look, the Knights are can ill afford to be down at a def- you know do like that five defensemen crap that they've been doing all year because of their salary issues. You cannot do that against a Minnesota. B the playoffs. So. Enough, Like, I don't like this whole day-to-day, 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 every day. I don't like that. I don't think he's day-to-day. I think he's more like week-to-week. That's my opinion. Because you haven't seen him. You haven't heard from him. Pete is not playing the cards. (laughs) He's not showing Minnesota his deck. And that's fine. But I dislike that, you know, I I guess it's, how can you help it? The fans kind of get shown the ass, you know, because it's like, Day to day, day to day, day to day. Look, that's fine and dandy that across the across in the other if locker was, room. But what he about still us fans? Int- no,
1: he's not. So no. clearly, it's not anything. But this
0: was before the season ended. That this this happened. Okay, so
1: how long ago is
0: that? I mean, a week plus.
1: Okay, well, that's not that long. Well, I mean, you cry for a month when but, you freaking bang your knee. Look,
0: I know that the, you know. Look, we're talking different level. That this is high level, you know, and we, you know, we're just we're just you know common joes. Okay, but. In terms of, I feel the key to taking this, taking control of the series, is getting Max Pacioretty back. I could oh, give, sure. I, I could give three shits about Nosik. Sorry, I mean, <laughs> I need Max <laughs> Pet like Look, Nosek. look, I like Nosik. I like, <laughs> I like Nosik. He's a centerman, which is why, which is why Cody Glass was called up because Cody Glass is a centerman. So you have that option there. Right. Time is running out on Cody Glass to perform. Because he's a he's a trade piece if he does not perform. He will he will get moved. And this is the third year, I believe, of this experiment, kinda on and off between, you know, minors and majors with, you know, with Cody Glass. He's been hurt the last two he hasn't had a preseason slash training camp the last couple of years because of knee injuries. You
1: mean no sick?
0: No, Cody Glass. Oh,
1: Cody Glass. Okay.
0: So that's really effective on a young player. He hasn't had camp preseason. He's been hurt because he's had knee surgeries. Right. So it's going to be shit or get off the pot for the Golden Knights on Cody Glass because you're you've you've invested so much, but if a player comes up like Jack Eichel and I know you don't know who Jack Eichel is, he's he plays for Boston, he played for Buffalo. He's going to be a big trade piece this summer. Uh the Coyotes, wow. the Kings, the Rangers have all been rumored as to acquiring him. The Knights can acquire him with a piece like Cody Glass cuz People, people will believe in a young kid. You know, in a young kid. The knights have been on this train with Cody Glass. It's time for him to step up. No more of this sent up, sent down, sent up, sent down. That's I know it's not his decision. It's not. But sometimes unfortunate circumstances work against you. They also work against your employer, and they have to make a decision on what they want to do with him. But he is with the team. In Saint Paul, mm-hmm. we'll see if he gets the call tonight. I don't think you're going to see Patchetti. You're probably not going to see Nosek, even though he said both are game time decisions. I didn't see Nosek most of the game last game. Yeah, so they were down a guy, and they well, ended up be winning the best that game.
1: if uh, is there.
0: I'd love to see it, but I mean, I keep hearing the same crap day to day, day to day, day well, to day. You day-to-day. and everybody else. I know it. You know, it's just I guess you know. Look, I, I mean, imagine the media. I guess they're just like whatever. You know, at this point, you know. Good job by Pete DeBoer staying with Mac, Max Petra. Good job by Pete DeBoer staying with Marc-Andre Fleury. Good job. Don't change it. Because the man's on a roll. And this is his time. I know, I gotta fix that. Yeah. I gotta fix it. I need something for my chin. It's like red. Yeah, we And she's fun. staring at me while Sorry. I talk.
1: <laughs> Sorry, it's just like really red.
0: Mark Stone does want a Stanley Cup. Very bad. Mm. And he hasn't gotten one. He's gotten he's been to the East Finals with Ottawa, and you know the West Finals last year. But you know enough's enough with the individual accolades and awards. He wants a cup. So, but whatever you got to do to to get Max Patch on the ice, do it because f- fire those guys together, especially when you're putting.
1: Didn't they not like each other
0: when they played for right. Montreal right. and Ottawa? They didn't like each other, and that's a that's a really interesting story. When, Marks and a lot of people probably know this. When Mark Stone was acquired, um, he he ended up on the ice. Like this was like his first game with Vegas after the trade deadline, mm-hmm. you know, a year and a half ago or whatever. Um, Mark Stone ends up down on the ice. Max Pacioretty comes over to help him up, and Mark Stone was about to like in fight position mm-hmm. because. They had always been rivals, you know, playing for the organizations they played with as many Mm -hmm. times as they played, and then it was like, no, we're on the same team now, you know, and they've been just dynamite. So that's gonna be that's gonna be. I I mean honestly, the Knights can do this without Reeves because he he takes up so much. You know, players like Ryan Reeves, like it's good to have him. Yes, but. Vegas was on a winning streak when he was hurt, and that's because oh he takes God. up so much attention. Sometimes, when you have a bruiser out, you could focus more on puck and net. Sometimes Ryan Reeves, people like Reeves and Carrier, they 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 they, they require so much attention. Fight wise, you forget to play. Like players that Ryan Reeves hits, make a play on the puck. And Reeves takes himself out of the play because he's hitting somebody. So now you're playing 5-on-4 four or 4-on-4 four four with the puck on the other side of the of the ice. So
1: are you blaming him for what they lost? No. Okay. I'm
0: saying Max Pacioretty is important. Yeah. Ryan, he's the most – besides Marc-Andre Fleury, I think Max Pacioretty is one of the most important players. He's your leading scorer. yeah Now, look, Tuck's been good and Marceau's been good and, you know what I mean, the defense has been pretty good, only giving up two goals. But, you know, I mean, I'll say it again, Petrangelo coming on, you know, Theodore's been good, Alec Martinez, you know, Nick Hague. I mean, all six defensemen have been really solid. Yeah. It's just... What? Are you okay?
1: I was going to be like, is it a good time to talk about Carlson?
0: Yes, William Carlson (sighs) needs to score more. But... Everybody's been good. They just need more. They need more goals. They need more production because Minnesota is very. They're very pesky. They're very hard to play against. They're very hard to beat. They're very. Mm-hmm. They'll get under your skin. <laughs> so enough of the BS and put pucks in the net because if you don't, they will, and they've shown that they will.
1: Yeah. um Flurry can only hold on for. Stand on eating. his head right. so many times. <laughs> right.
0: What else you got for the playoffs? NHL see the game playoffs tonight
1: and Saturday.
0: Same. Very interested to see what happens uh, in Saint Paul. Uh, a little bit of UNLV news here on the Vegas Fever podcast. Brought to you by absolutely nobody. <laughs> um, didn't think we were going to have anything to talk about, and I had just mentioned mm-hmm. to you about you know how it's been really quiet on the UNLV front. Well, quiet no more. A couple of days ago, Nick Blake and the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, uh, okay, put out a
1: joint statement. Yes,
0: I love that. Very nice. That's what it's called. A joint statement from a college kid and a university. Very unusual. First off, most of these kids just go on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and say, This is what I'm doing. Social media, right? Very suspicious. I've heard it has to do with grades. I've heard it has to do with not grades.
1: What he's got bad grades?
0: Yeah, which okay. is unheard of in this day and age. These kids don't go to class. Okay, let's let, let you know. Let's cut the crap. They're always on the road. They have tutors. They get the grades. The grades are fine. Okay, and, and someone disagree? That's fine. Okay, but they didn't go to school in the '80s. They're not going to school now. These universities get kids to play no matter what. So for them to put out a statement. Something's up. And it might come out later. But I think it, it will, yeah. But it makes you and OV have two scholarships, not one. And I think people are still holding out hope that Bryce Hamilton's going to come back. I don't think so. Why
1: would they think that?
0: Um, Arthur Kaluma is going to Creighton, which is in Nebraska or Kansas. I don't know. One of those places. It It's a good school. No, but um, why
1: do people think Bryce Hamilton?
0: Because he hasn't said anything about where he's going. Uh, we're almost to the period where I think it's coming up, the end of May, where... You have to decide if you're staying in the NBA draft, which is in June, or not. And Bryce has gotten offers from, you know, places like Kentucky and big schools. So Mm -hmm. he's not coming back to UNLV, folks, you know? Why would he do that? Why would he come back to UNLV? Mm -hmm. I can go to a, a school that actually wins or not. The debate that I'm seeing a lot on Twitter is... um if he goes to a bigger school he won't play but at least they'll advance you know they'll go to the ncaa tournament if he comes back to UNLV, it's probably going to be nothing i mean kevin kruger's assembled a good team but
1: i mean it just depends do you want to play or do you want to right like go further
0: uh, i mean i'm sure no kevin bench. kruger and staff is trying their hardest to get him to come back but
1: he wasn't that great
0: but I'd rather have him than not. Why? Because with the group that Kevin assembled, he could be a super, super solid piece for UNLV. Because even though the team as a whole wasn't that great, there was individuals who were good. Like I, I would have loved to have David David Jenkins back. David David <laughs> I was Jenkins. Like, what are you trying to say? Sorry, <laughs> I David you were Jenkins. can't really
1: talk about that one guy.
0: No, David Jenkins. That's who I would want to have back. Is one of one oh, of the not two
1: real person. Caleb the
0: grill is hot, and it's going space. back to Iowa State with TJ Otzelberger. Okay, so that was the piece of news for UNLV for the week. Um, two scholarships remaining, like I said. Ow. I'm sure you Sorry. know. In the next couple of weeks, Paul having spasms over here. Oh, we're in a very small studio, also known as our closet. So <laughs> the sound hit you know hits real good from here. So that's where we're at. Here we go. Now we're going to transition into something else that I want to talk about. Pretty interesting. Uh, The Vegas Athletics, also known as the Oakland Athletics, uh, are going to tour some sites around Vegas for a potential stadium next week. um, Reported by the RJ.
1: I thought you said they were going to go to Cashman Field.
0: No, I made a prediction that if they wanted to build... The mayor of Las Vegas is going to give them a stadium. However, this is the second Oakland franchise to explore Vegas in the last five years. So I think the first one taught the second one a little bit of something. Interesting kind of little tidbits from the article I was reading about, you know, from the RJ about all this going on is they want to do another publicly funded stadium. Now, Ten years ago that doesn't fly. However, you have the Golden Knights who did a privately funded city. Okay, let's just say, let's just say that it was not publicly funded, and the Raiders got their public funding. Vegas is now a player in the professional sports market. I think that if Oakland, you know, if the A's want to move to Vegas and they want to do public, which would raise the casino tax yet again. I think they'd get it, and I think they'd get it because the man who helped to happen the first time, Steve Sisolak, was county commissioner in in, in Clark County. Now he's the governor, and he's the one who signs this bill into law.
1: Okay.
0: I think it's an, it's a slam dunk.
1: Has any of the money none of it because of covid i
0: know where this is going gone to the schools no like it
1: was supposed to this is
0: not a schools podcast but no okay we don't that i know that was
1: really rude
0: i'm sorry i'm just saying you're right the money doesn't just like what about marijuana legalization schools supposed to get 10 to 15 percent. nothing casino tax schools nothing it's true it's a fact. You're right. But if they want it, they're going to get it. You may proceed. I don't have
1: really anything else
0: You thinking. have plenty to say. I have nothing to say. You have plenty to say. I apologize. But no, this is not about... I don't know to talk about this. No, I, I know. It's not about the schools, but it is about the purpose of funding going to where it's supposed to
1: i don't know if the people will be on board with that until money is starting to go where it says it's gonna go from other projects first
0: i think that because vegas was hit so hard by the pandemic mm-hmm. that's the exact reason why they get the money because it's revenue
1: but they it's can't even instant take care of revenue what they have what do you mean They can't recover. Not everybody has a job. There's still people no, on unemployment, that's true. That's true. and the schools are suffering, and people are suffering. Like I don't understand. Shouldn't be like that. Be the last thing on their minds is spending more money.
0: Well, I think that the owners in the major, you know, in Major League Baseball, just like in the NFL and and the NBA and hockey. Um, they don't care about like the little guy. They don't care about anybody, but you know, their, their brand and their money and a team moving from a dump, a dump hole like Oakland to Vegas in a shiny brand new stadium, like the Raiders who have gained, who are now 111% more valuable than they were five years ago these owners only care about value and money so they're going to move a team to whatever market will give them the stadium and it's not really local people get people are blind by the fact that it's not like it's not locals money that paid for the stadium for mm-hmm. for Allegiant Stadium or that would pay for this stadium it's visitors revenue so locals don't pay anything there is a deal that things are supposed to go to certain places based off of that revenue, but that doesn't happen. But residents of Las Vegas, residents of the state of Nevada, will not be on the hook for this. But certain they things are, they are on. The, certain things are on the hook for, but the because revenue if they continue
1: to raise resort fees, right, room fees, right. then less people come. Then people get their hours cut.
0: Vegas is back, though. Have you seen how busy Vegas is?
1: Yeah. Um. Actually, I was listening to a podcast, and the man and his wife went to Vegas over the weekend, and he said it was packed.
0: That's what they're. That's what they're. That's what they're banking on, because once Vegas is back, like it already is, there's money flowing everywhere, and they're going to be. Vegas is a place that. Can be hurt very easily yes. by pandemics, but can also bounce back so much faster because of mm-hmm. the, the glitz, the glamour, the attraction. People want to go to Vegas. People have been waiting 15 months to go to Vegas. So they will, indeed, right, like we to But they're seeing, not going to spend go to the Vegas.
1: money that they would have because... Maybe
0: nobody... not. Maybe not. Maybe not exactly the money that they... But you know what they're going to want to see is a shiny new stadium. Paid for by... Visiting taxpayers, not the taxpayers in the state of Nevada. Um, I mean, maybe a portion will be paid for by people who live in Nevada, but majority of it is it. Look, it's a it's a tax increase on your hotel rooms. Most people who stay in the hotels are not local, right? You know, there are certain you know, like you know, like let's say the Raiders want to build like a fat parking garage.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You know people in Nevada might be on the hook for that And the roads That you have to fix to get to the stadium The people are on the hook for that Now the, you know, the county wanted the Raiders to pitch in And the Raiders were like No we're not doing that But they still ended up doing the deal You know what I mean I think Vegas and the Raiders warned each other so badly That it was going to happen But Steve Sisolak is a big proponent Of major sports in Nevada Specifically Mm -hmm. Las Vegas. He was county commissioner. If that ends up on his desk, if that ends up on his desk, that bill, once it gets through, you know, Nevada's Congress, Mm -hmm. he's signing it. There's no doubt about it. And it'll get through the Congress because everybody benefits. And the NBA will be right behind him. It's inevitable. The first time that Vegas got its taste of pro sports was the time that everything changed for the area, Mm -hmm. for the town, for the state. I mean, the Raiders will have their camp in Lake Tahoe, so it benefits Reno, too. Um, The Golden Knights take a tour, you know, like a summer trip right before this, you know, camp. They pass through there. The whole state benefits.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: But you know, it's just kind of interesting to see where the stadium ends up being. They're gonna tour Summerlin. They're gonna tour you know tour Henderson. they're gonna tour various sites and we get it. they're gonna tour they're, they're, they're gonna tour Jesus. they're gonna tour they're probably, they're probably gonna you know they're gonna get you know the whole you know the whole <laughs> visitors' package. Um, but that's something interesting to keep up on. Because just more major league sports possibly coming to the area. And we'll keep you abreast on all the major <laughs> updates uh, coming along. We'll wrap this thing up. Thank you to everybody who listens. Please give us your feedback. Follow me at Vegas Fever Pod. Follow Paula at The Golden Wife, uh, who's very excited for uh, what's that movie? Coming next year that I tweeted at you about? Oh, Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus Pocus 2. That's right. More hocusy, more pocusy. All right. Leave us your comments. (laughs) We will talk to you guys next week. I don't know what day it's going to be. I mean, who knows? (laughs) We're all over the place. (laughs) We're all over the place. You know, that's how it is with life and kids. Uh, There will be a couple of more Vegas Golden Knights games in the book. Who knows? Maybe you and Ovi gain will play or two. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.